The previous Mishnah told us that a field which has one species in it, unless there's another separation there, then you always take one payer on behalf of the entire field, even if you harvest different parts of it at different occasions. On the other hand, if there are two different species there, then even if you harvest it at once, the farmer should take two different payers from each species. And at the end of the Mishnah we learnt that if you have two different types of the same species, then and only then does it depend on when you harvest it. If you harvest it at once, then you take one payer, but if you harvest different types at different occasions, then you should take independent payers for each time that you harvest it. Now, this Mishnah will show where we knew this halacha from. Masa, there was a story, it once happened, Shazar Rabbi Shimon Ish HaMitzpah, that Rabbi Shimon, the man who lived and led the people in Mitzpah, he planted two types of wheat. Nefirim and Gamliel in front of Roman Gamliel. He didn't literally plant it in front of Roman Gamliel, but after planting it, he came in front of Roman Gamliel, and he asked him, how many payos should I separate for these two types of wheat? And Roman Gamliel wasn't sure the halacha is. So the Olu Lishkasagozis, they went up to the Lishkasagozis, which was a chamber within the base Hamikdosh, where the Sanhedrin would sit. The Sanhedrin were the biggest basin of the Jewish people. There were 71 judges on this Sanhedrin. And their place of meeting and judging cases was in the Bit Hamikdosh itself. The Shalu, so Rabbi Shimon Ish Hamitzpah, and Rabbi Gamliel asked this question to the Sanhedrin over there. And Omar Nachm Halavlar, Nachum the scribe, said, Makubal Ani Rabbi Miyasha. I received a tradition from Rabbi Miyasha, Shekibal Me Abba, who received this tradition, this law, this teaching from Nachum Halavlar's father, Shekibal Ben Azugais, who received it. From the pairs of Tanoim, who spanned a few generations, these pairs included Hillel and Shammai, Shmai and Avtalyon, and a few more, they're, they're all listed in the first parak of Prekeovus. So I've got a tradition going back many generations, up to the prophets, Shekibu and Alviem, they received this tradition from the prophets, Halachalomish Messinai, and ultimately it's a law which was given to Moshe at Harsinai. It's Halachal Moshe Messinai, which means it's an oral tradition which we have going back to Moshe, who was told this at Har Sinai. What was he told? He was told this exact, this exact case. Regarding somebody who plants his field with two types of the same species, two types of wheat, the halacha is, if he harvests it at once, then he gives just one payoff for all of it. Whereas Stegronos, if he does it as two different harvests for each type of wheat, then in Shtepeis, he gives two separate payos for each type of wheat. Mishnah Zion, we've already learnt that if somebody does not leave payar from his crop, rather he harvests the entire crop, then he now needs to take a sixtieth of his produce, even after it's detached. Ideally, he should do it while it's still attached to the ground, but if he harvested the entire field, he still has to take payar from the produce which has been detached. Now we're going to see in our Mishnah that that is only true if he did something wrong by not taking payer originally. But if at the time of the original payer, meaning at the time that it was attached to the ground, if at that time he was not obligated to take payer, then he is not going to be obligated after it's detached either. Now the Torah says, When you harvest the produce of your land, then you should take payer. And we learn from there that it has to be specifically that you harvest it. You being the Jewish farmer who owns the field, if he harvests the field, then he has to leave payer. But, Sodashek Tzaruha Goyim, a field which non-Jews harvested, and this is specifically a case where they harvested it for themselves. If the Jew himself employs non-Jews to harvest the field, then they still have to leave payer, because they're just doing it for the sake of the Jewish farmer. 
But if, for example, the Jew is selling them the produce of the field so that the non-Jews are harvesting it for their own needs, in that scenario, they would not need to leave payah. Again, the reason being that it's not of a kutzuchem, it's not when you harvest the field. Kutzuruah listim, or if robbers, even Jewish robbers, if they harvest the field, even if they end up leaving all of the harvested crop in the field for the owner, since they did it without his permission, it's not considered that the owner harvested it, and therefore it is exempt. Thirdly, molim. if ants chewed the bottom of the produce, and therefore the produce fell down, and was detached from the ground like that, again, that's not a situation where the Jewish farmer is harvesting his field. So once again, it will be exempt from payah. Or, ruach if the wind blew down the produce, or if it was detached by an animal, Petura, in all these situations, the owner would be exempt from separating payah, because one is only obligated to leave payah if it's over kutzachem, when you harvest the field. Now, because they are exempt to leave payah at this stage, at the stage of harvesting, when it is attached to the ground, so even once it's detached from the ground, they are not going to be obligated to separate payah, because like we explained, the obligation to separate payah once it's detached from the ground is only if you wrongly failed to do so when you harvested it. But over here, you were exempt from separating it when you harvested it. And therefore, you'll be exempt even afterwards. Now, what happens if Kotzar Chetzia, the Jewish farmer, harvested half of the field, and he intended to harvest the second half later, and to leave a corner at the end of the field? But before he managed to do so, the Kotzar Listem Chetzia, robbers, harvested the second half. The question is, did the owner need to separate some payer? Because over here, he did harvest half of the field, says the Mishnah, very importantly, Petura, he is exempt. Why? Because the obligation of payer is an obligation on the standing grain, on that which is still standing and attached to the ground. And the owner left half the field attached to the ground. So he didn't do anything wrong. The obligation of payer is that you cannot finish off the field, but he had nothing to do with the end of the field. So it all depends on whether there was an obligation of payer at the time that the end of the field was, was harvested. So since in our situation, the robbers harvested the end of the field, the entire field is exempt from payer. Mishnah Ches, on the other hand, if robbers harvested the first half of the field, and then the owner harvested the second half of the field, so the first half of the field, anyway, is totally exempt, because the Torah says you're only chayv and payah, if you harvest it. So the first half he's definitely exempt for. However, he is obligated to separate payah from that which he did harvest, i.e. the second half, because he harvested the end half of the field. Alright, next case. What happens if Kotzar Chetzia, the owner of the, f- of the field, harvested the first half, and then before separating any payah, he sold the second half? So he was going to take payah from the second half for the entire field, but before doing so, he sold the second half. The halach is... The buyer is obligated to give payer for the entire field. And the reason for this is because the buyer knows that the field has been half harvested. And therefore he assumes that the owner has not yet separated payer because he hasn't finished the harvest. And he knows that the, um, the original owner intended to separate payer from the second half for the entire field. Which means that when he paid for the field, the understood agreement was that he was buying it, excluding the payer part of the field. An understood part of the agreement of buying the field was that he would take the whole second half of the field, but separate payer for the entire field, because he didn't really buy that payer part. And therefore the buyer would separate payer for the entire field, not just his half. 
Now the Mishnah gives us a similar case. Kotzar Chetzia, the Jewish farmer, the Jewish owner of the field, harvested the first half of the field, like in the previous case, and he intended to take payout at the end for the entire field, but instead, the Hektish Chetzia, he actually made the second half of the field Hektish. Hektish means he designated it to the Beis Hamikdash. Now, as we learned to the end of the first Perek, something belonging to Hektish is exempt from the various gifts, such as payah. However, that's only true if the field was harvested whilst it belonged to Hektish. However, in our case, the Gizbar, who is the one who manages the money matters of the Beis Hamikdash, the different Hektish properties, so he did not harvest it in our case. Rather, somebody redeemed that field onto money, which means that effectively somebody bought the field from Hektish. So they paid the money value of the field to the Beis Hamikdash, and now the field is theirs. And this person who redeemed it, he was the one who harvested the field. So if you think about it, this is just like our previous case, where the original owner harvested the first half of the field, and then he basically sold it to somebody else. It's just that in our case it went via Hektish. But at the end of the day, it was harvested by another person. And therefore, Hapedemiadagizbo, the one who redeems the field, meaning he buys the field off the Gizbar, the treasurer, the manager of the Beis Hamikdash, who knows in Peolakol, that buyer would give pay off the entire field, again because that's considered part of the agreement that he is not buying that part of the field. The pay part will go to the poor people. Perigimel, the third half of the third peric of Mesecha's payer, continues the discussion which we had uh, for a large part of the second peric, which was about separations in a field and how many payers one has to take one has to leave per field. So we discussed what's considered a separation, if you have a river, if you have a pathway through your field. The next couple of Mishnahis are going to show that even if there's not a very good physical separation between the different parts of the field, if it's clear that the owner planted the field in a way that he is dividing each part of the field, if his intentions are clear, then we view them as separate distinct fields. So for example, if you imagine a field of olive trees, that's the example the mission is going to use, although this would apply to any trees which are obligated in payer. And perhaps even if they're not obligated in payer. Because our focus is not the trees, our focus is the grain. Because in our example, the farmer planted grain in between the trees. Now if the trees are spread out quite a lot, so there's significant area in between of the, tr- of the trees, if the owner nevertheless plants grain in patches, and not just all around the trees, and in between the trees, then it's clear that he's doing so intentionally, that he wants to separate the different parts of the field. Because he could just fill up the whole field with grain in between the trees, because there's enough space. So if he does not do that, rather he plants them in patches with gaps near where the trees are, then it's clear that he's separating them, and therefore he would take payoff from each patch of grain individually. On the other hand, if the trees are very close to each other, then the fact that he planted the grain separately to each other, lots of different patches... It doesn't show that he wants to separate them. It's just because the trees are so close to each other that it's impractical to plant grain everywhere and in between the trees. So in that situation, even if there are patches, we view all the patches as one field, so he would take just one pair. Our machlekas here is in a situation where it's sort of medium. It's in the middle. The the trees aren't too close to each other, but at the same time, they're not so far away from each other. The Yerushalmi explains that the case is where the trees are roughly just under 20 amas apart from each other. And the Mishnah tells us that Malbonis Hatavua, patches of grain, Shebein Hazesim, which are in between olive trees. So this means that there are clear patches and separate parts of the field which are planted with grain. It's not as if the grain is um, planted continuously throughout the field. Rather, there are different patches at different points in the field. 
So with Shammai, maybe Shammai say, the owner has to leave payoff from each one independently. Because with Shammai say that this amount of space between the trees is enough space to plant grain in, in between them. So the fact that the grain is not planted continuously throughout the field shows that the farmer intends to separate them out. And therefore he has to take a payoff from each field by itself. However, Basil and Basil say, you can take payoff from one of the patches. For all of the patches, meaning we look at it as one big field of grain, because Basil say that this space is too small, so the fact that he didn't plant grain right next to the trees, rather he separated out the grain into different parts, that does not show that he wanted to separate them out. It's just because there wasn't enough space in between the trees to plant the grain continuously. And therefore it's one field, so he takes just one payer. Says the Mishnah, Umoidim. Both Bishamah and Basil agree that if the edges of the rows, if the edges of the patches were mixing together, so you had one patch here and a separate patch there, but the edges, there were some grains leaning over and they were sort of mixing together. So in that scenario, everybody agrees that he gives one payoff from one of the patches for all of them, because in that situation, it's clear that they are one field and therefore require just one payoff, even according to Bishamah.